Hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is uh, Use Your Weapon. I'm Tamika Royal, and I'm getting set up here. Thank you guys for joining me. I am very excited you're here. I am also going live on YouTube. It's, I think this is where you're joining me at. And I'm also going live on Instagram. And thank you so much for going live with me. So the um, topic today on my YouTube channel, which is Use Your Weapon, um, Jesus or God or Guru? It's an interesting thing when you talk about God or guru, uh, Jesus being a God or guru. To me, um, Jesus is considered to be a guru, but it's not up to me. I have no heaven or hell to put you in. And excuse me, my cross look, I'm actually trying to go live on Instagram, but it seems to be giving me a bit of trouble. So we'll leave that alone and we'll upload later. So, God or Guru, Jesus, thank you for joining me. This is Use Your Weapon. So, I am here today to share some information with you. And let me get my little uh, pony cards because these cards help me stay on track. So, um, give me one second. So, when we think of God, when we think of Guru, let's think of what we consider a God or a guru. So let's talk about what we consider to be a God. Now, I had some little pony notes here and give me one second here. Um, I need to find them in order to stay on task. Here they are. So when we talk about God and we talk about Jesus and we talk about one and the same, let's talk about what we think they are. Let's talk about Jesus. And if you are putting Jesus and applying him to God, then we're at the same point, at the same time. So, Jesus, what is God to you? So, to me, God is a supreme personality. You're trying to get to your Godhead. He's the head. Remember? So when you are talking to your Jesus, you're talking to your God and you are trying to mimic his personality. So when you're looking for Jesus, you're looking for God and you're looking for the supreme personality of God. So that's what I think of a God. When I think of a God, I'm thinking for someone that I can emulate become like love and be loved back, call on in need, a supreme Godhead, a supreme personality. Now, what is your guru?
Now, some of your gurus are really teaching you something. Now, what was the man Jesus doing? And the reason why I say the man Jesus, because in the gospel of Matthew, if you remember, Jesus never depicted himself as a God. He always depicted himself as a man. In fact, if you want to reference me, I believe that's Matthew 8 and 11. The gospel of Matthew refers to Jesus as the son of man. He never calls himself a God. Now, a guru is never going to call himself a God. But he has put on his divine Godhead, the supreme personality of one. That's why he's your guru. Now, let's talk about Jesus, guru, but then there's one other thing that I need to talk to you about. And one other thing that I need you to get some knowledge on. Remember, this is about wisdom, knowledge, but above all getting, you want to get understanding. That's what your cookbook says. And that is what is best known is the Bible. The Bible is your best book of wisdom. So when I say, uh, what is a guru? A guru is someone that teaches you things. Teaches you how to be your supreme self. So let's look at what a disciple is. Remember, we were going to talk about a disciple. And most people, when I say the word disciple, we think about this picture here. We see? Now, this is your God, man, Jesus in the middle. And on each side, he has six disciples to total the number 12. Now, the number 12 in the universe means something. We'll come back to that. We're not here for that today. So this is your depiction of disciples. Now, they are at the feet of the God, man, Jesus, because he has something to teach. Now, let's go back to the story of Jesus. You know, he's a divine child born by the virgin divine Mary, given to the Joseph, the divine man of God, in the form of Mary as the mother. He takes possession of Mary and he hides her. And he is told to go into Egypt. That's a story by itself, but we're not going there. Now, when I talk about the man, God, Jesus, we also have to talk about history. Now, let's talk about having your story told. Now, if I was to tell you about a story about a man that it was turning water into wine and he was making, you know, feeding, feeding thousands of people with five loaves of bread and fish, you would understand it to be a metaphor. I couldn't sell you that story if I tried.
I couldn't tell you, I could not sell you the story of the man, God, Jesus in this time or in this dispensation. I just couldn't do it. If I was to tell you that there was a man somewhere walking on water, you wouldn't believe me. I couldn't sell it. Somebody somewhere would say, oh, she's talking about a metaphor. It's a metaphor. So remember the Jesus, Mary, Joseph story. Now let's talk about Horus, Isis, and Osiris. Now, you also got to remember, there's another word. Let's go there. There's another word that I want to talk to you about. There's a word called spirituality. Now, we've said a few words. We've said disciple. We've used the word Jesus. We've had some gurus talked about. And now... We want to talk about spirituality. What is spirituality? Really think about it. So when we think about what spirituality, I'm going to give you my version of spirituality and spirituality is the balance between the cosmos and nature. The balance. So when I think about spirituality, I think about balance. I want to be balanced. In all my thinking, in all my getting, in all my doing, I would like to be balanced. Use your weapon. So what we hear, in fact, when we hear the Jesus story is the Jesus story has been applied to every rule religion. We have it in Hinduism. We have it in uh, what is it? We have um, we have the Jesus story repeated in Islam. We have it repeated upon itself so many times. The Horus story, the Osiris story and the Isis story is where we run into some history. Now, we also have to run into and we have to also talk about the Catholic Church. The Roman Catholic Church has a lot to do with history. Now, remember, we're edifying ourselves for ourselves. So when we talk about the oppressor's religion, we know that the oppressor religions omits your esocentric or your esocentric, your mystical teaching and practices. It just omits it completely. And it makes the Jesus story very literal. You take it and you literize it. You make it a very literal story. So when you make the Jesus a literal story and you talk about him as though you literize him and he's coming, when in fact, you're here to save yourself. You are the Jesus you're waiting for. You are getting to your supreme Godhead. Your supreme Godhead is within, not without. 
There's nothing without but materials. And we clearly know that materials don't go with us. We're here for a little while, for a short time. Praise God. So when you think about Jesus, guru, disciple, spirituality, Roman Catholic church, religion, that's a whole story all by itself. Stick around, it gets better. So what we're really looking at is we're looking at the repeated, 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 repeated story. So what we also are looking at is we have to look within. We have to look within, nothing without. Your supreme Godhead is within you. And a lot of you are looking at your preachers and pastors as your gurus, and you're just calling them preachers and pastors. But really, you go there every day. It's almost like habitual things. You go there every day to look at the same preacher, to listen to the same sermons in the same pews. You drive the same cars. You're wearing your same hats and clothing, talking to the same people, like-minded people. So you really have created your own habitual routines, what most people would call cult. And believe me, I was a churchgoer. It's where you feel good. So when you become knowledgeable though you understand where church is you understand where the supreme being is you understand that you become what you're looking for nothing without can be taken everything is within nothing without you can't grab anything and take it with you i mean they can bury it with you but you can't so your consciousness that's why when you think of spirituality you should think of growth because remember anything not growing is dead any guru any person of intelligence will understand that if you close your hand you can't get anything in or out and i don't know much else about that parable but i just know that nothing can get in and nothing can get out of a closed hand so when you don't grow, you, you become stagnant. Remember that. Remember your good book, the most book that most people read, the most book of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. It actually tells you to get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But then once you get it, you got to apply it. See, that's what the man, guru, God, Jesus did. He took his application and he actually applied it. He didn't just read about it. He didn't just open the book. He didn't just take the wisdom and walk with it. He actually applied the wisdom. And then he began to walk in wisdom. He began to become wise. You know, I walk and I talk with you. Remember this, you know, in your Bibles? Stir up your gifts. All that stuff is in there. But when you take it to a literal form, it becomes something that you're now waiting for. Now, remember, 
The energies that we call negative or evil or whatever, what do they want? More importantly, what do they want? You know, people are under a lot of dispensations, but more importantly, they want your time. Everything requires time. This here requires your time, and I thank you for it. But everything wants time, excuse me. Everything wants time. So what they're really, or what you really want to understand is your oppressor's religion wanted your time. Because it needed time to brainwash you. It needed time to whitewash you. It wants your time. Time is the only thing you can't get back. You can get knowledge back, but time is a whole nother story. No matter what I do, I'm going to keep perpetuating forward because I'm on a planet that's spinning, wobbling, rotating, whatever you want to call it. I can't stop it. So what I need for you to understand is your oppressor wanted your time. So take the time to think about it. The man, God, guru, Jesus wanted to show you something. He wanted you to walk like him. Everybody that reads the Bible wants to talk like him. You know, he actually tells you to remember, put the scriptures on the tables of your heart. On your heart. So that you can recall them when you need them. So when you think about every religion that it it's been put in place. You know, you have Hinduism, you have Islam, you have Buddhism, you have so many religions. And remember that they put their own spin on it. Everybody puts their own spin on it. Jesus is no different than another spin on it. Look up your redemption, draweth not. Look up. Do you understand what stars are made as above, so below? Stars are made in the Orion Nebula. If you are a stargazer and an astrologer or an astronomer, stars are made in the Orion Nebula as above, so below. Think about it. Look up. And if you're looking up for the man Jesus, look up, you'll see. Look up. You know, I'm not saying that you need to do anything other than just listen to what you hear within. Listen to your ancestors that are within. We're not here to say anything other than listen. Listen. He who has an ear, let him hear. Your good book says, listen, listen. That's all that your guru God Jesus was doing. Jesus himself was a disciple of the one, the supreme Godhead, the energy, what we call power. Power, power, Lord, power, power, Lord. Your Christians will understand that song. We used to sing it all the time in my old church. So we understand, we're singing about power. We know what energy, we understand. 
And what you understand about power is that you don't understand. But there is a gnosis that comes with understanding. See, again, when you aren't growing, you're dead. You're in a dispensation level where you're going to get somewhere. They're going to take you somewhere. It's interesting to know that everybody here knows and everybody understands and everybody has driven by a cemetery at some point and, and even maybe even today. Maybe some of you are celebrating your Christmases, you know, visiting loved ones. So we understand that we're here for a short amount of time. Remember I told you the time is what they want. The evil or the spirits that spin counterclockwise because everything in this universe spins clockwise or either counterclockwise. It's in a, it's either energy or it's magnetic. Any electricians understand magnetic and energy. They understand that. They cancel each other. So in the ether, there are planets that rotate clockwise and they are clockwise. That's how we stay, you know. Anybody who studies metaphysics, anybody who studies the stars, anybody who studies looking up, anybody who just has a an inkling or just think about it. If you study it in science, you can understand how most of it kind of fits together. It's logical in the big scheme of things. Logic takes you far. It's the education that breaks down logic. People aren't crazy. Logic. And the reason why I say people aren't crazy is because this whole place is taking you somewhere. The mask, sightings of UFOs, this whole place is taking you somewhere. Now, remember... Evolution has a direction. You just need to make sure you're evolving. Now, let's get back to the whole guru and Jesus thing because we're not here for a lot of the things. But we also have to talk about what does the dictionary tell you God is? And generally, the dictionary would depict God as your supreme being, your supreme Godhead, where you want to be. You want to be at the foot of God. Your man, Jesus, is going to take you there, remember? So where you want to be is your supreme. Because trust me, whether you think God is a literal person or whether you know it to be a power that you're going to join, because if I became power right now, if I became energy right now, and I plug, if I became a sun, if I just burst out into a sun, you and I just joined the sun that's out now, you wouldn't be able to tell which sun I was versus the sun I just joined. The sun just merged together. <coughs> Excuse me. I just turned into light. I became light. I am the light of the world. You can't tell me which part of the light I am now. I just merged and became light. Now, if you God, Jesus people are trying to become light, become like Jesus, you're going to merge with him. He's going to take you to the father. No man can come to the father but by him. 
So that means because you're not going to be a man, there's no flesh and blood in heaven. Because so it, 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 trust me, I've spent a lot of time in your Jesus churches. So I know a lot. So don't get me wrong when I start quoting you. I have just made logical decisions about things. I just have used some logic. Or either some logic was applied to me. Either or one and the same, two in the bird bush. I don't know how it goes no more. But either way it goes, simplicity means something. But that comes with becoming your supreme Godhead. You becoming it, not waiting on it to come out of the sky for you. Praise the Lord. You know, if you're waiting on it to come out of the sky for you, I pray that it comes soon. I pray that you are here to get some gnosis. And I pray that your God invokes himself on you soon. Now let's talk about the guru. The guru is described to be just as good as God. Did you know that? Your pastors that you keep going up and waking up for every Sunday. You see him just as good, child. He's just as good. And then when he does something wrong, you say, he's just a man. But you're following him. You get up every day to go see about, you drive that, car there you take that family there you wear your dresses and you sit in those same pews you listen to those same messages your pastors are considered to be somewhat your gurus now remember i told you that the oppressor's religion kept your magical practices out your esoterical teaching your oppressor's religion kept that part out remember that that means something so you should remember that so, but nevertheless, your guru is teaching you God-like behaviors. Now, remember these disciples now. These are disciples. They're learning something. When you go to church, you learn something, right? If you don't, you need a new church home. But these are disciples. So remember now, we've got some words that we've got to remember. We've got to remember spirituality. Because spirituality to me, now you've got to come up with your own word or your own balance. But spirituality to me is pretty much the balance of the cosmos and nature. I am one with nature. I'm going to go back to nature. My mind is already one with nature. So spirituality to me is a balance between above and below the cosmos and nature. It's simple, right? It's really simple when you really start to really Think about it. Because when you start to apply your esoterical teachings to it, you start to apply your magical practices back to it, it becomes logic. It's a simple thing. So we're thinking about 
spirituality. We're talking about God. What God is, is generally just your supreme being. And we're talking about gurus. Gurus are trying to get you to see yourself. And as they see themselves as being a supreme being, you're really looking at them become themselves. Because they're not thinking about you because at the end of the day, the guru has the business of the supreme personality on his mind. If he's a guru or she's a guru, you're learning something because it's a guru. And in fact, if the guru starts to believe that he's God or she's God, it becomes a dog. That's why dog and God have really close spells, if you think about it. Because the moment that you are the God, and you start calling yourself the God. Because see, God is a creator, really. That's why your supreme being will start to figure out how creation happened. You'll start thinking about Adam and Adam. You might not think about it yet, but maybe you will. If you stick around, we'll teach you something. But they have taken everything and brought it to a material. See, when you're on this world, everything, everything here is a material. I have a material here. I have my little pony notes. Everything here, I have my glasses. All of these things are materials. I am material. I'm just a particle. I'm a big, intelligent piece of particle that's held down by gravity. I am a piece of material. I can't take this with me whatsoever. So you got to think about it. So your best practice is getting something in your mind. So have we ever heard of the gospel of Thomas? You know, that is omitted out of your oppressor's Bible. And the gospel of Thomas is just really simple. It just really says that you're, you're, you're kind of like that God you're waiting for. To thy own self be true. I think one of the, the you know, to thy own self be true. I think that was um, somebody. I got to think about it. But basically, he took the gospel of Thomas and he made his own thing out of it. To thy own self, be true. Be true. That means something. See, in truth, you become who you're supposed to be. When you remember who you are. So we're about 30 minutes in and I'm almost done. But we've got to discover who you are. You can't get anywhere if you don't know who you are. I recently just found out my name. I just found out who you are. I became a new creature. The gnosis of knowing who you are makes sense to where you're going. Take the time because you're going somewhere. So let's go back to the Gospel of Thomas. The consciousness of self-knowledge. Let's speak on that. That's not our topic, but let's just let that marinate. The consciousness of self 
knowledge. Just say that in your head. Just say it. A lot of people are so used to saying Jesus, 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 but let's just say, let's just start, let's just hear ourselves say, the consciousness of self-knowledge, what could that do for me? Remember, your oppressor's religion never wanted you to know who you were. And basically, I don't care how you put it, your Jesus story, your Jesus myth, because again, I can't sell that myth to anybody. Now, I can't go out on any sidewalk and say, hey, there's a man turning water into wine down the street. I don't know how many people will show up for that. I can't tell you there's a man turning five loaves of bread and feeding thousands of people. There's a man doing that down the street. People would clearly understand that that is a metaphor. That's a myth. Indeed. Humpty Dumpty fell on the wall. Humpty Dumpty grabbed a break fall. You, we, I can't get anybody to come with me to go look for Humpty Dumpty. People understand that that is a metaphor. It is a myth. So I want to implore you to think about things just differently. You may end up where you are, but gnosis, knowledge is important. So we're almost done here and I'm not going to take any more of your Christmas day because I know a lot of you have a lot going on. But next time we're going to talk about some things because really the Jesus story is just your reenactment of your reenactment of your Jesus, your Mary, Joseph and Jesus story is really your Horus. Your divine child, your Isis, and your Osiris story. And every rule religion has applied their own to the same story. Tweaked it a little bit, but it's always a baby. It's always a woman. There's always a man. Because as above, so below. So when you think about logic, let's think about logic. So we're going to end this here. And I want you to also, the last thing I'm going to leave you with are disciples. Remember what disciples are. Disciples. They're 12 on each side. Remember, your number 12 represents balance. You Libras out there? I love a Libra. My grandparents were Libras. My grandparents are Libras, I'm sorry. My two grandparents that I never met, they're two Libras. My father is the bull, he's the Taurus. My mother is the Capricorn. I am the Sagittarian. I'm destined for greatness. And that's how you should feel about yourself. You're destined for greatness. 
So these are some words that you should take some time to look at. So I want to leave you with some information, more importantly. But I want to introduce you to you. Here, we don't teach anything. We don't push anything down anybody's throat. We just take a logical situation and we just tell you about it. You do what you want to do with the information. Excuse me. So when you do what you want to do with the information, like when you open your Bible, you go to your churches and you leave those churches and you're supposed to apply that knowledge in your homes, in your schools, in your cars. You're supposed to do something with that knowledge. Ashe. Ashe. So when you do something with that knowledge, all I'm asking you is do the same. Listen to the knowledge. Listen to the logic. Just listen. Now, what I say, listen to you, I am almost done and I am really, I'm so sorry. Again, this is my first show. Thank you. This is Use Your Weapon. I am Tamika Royal. I am so, good God, I'm so grateful you're here. I'm so grateful you're here. Now, remember Constellations, uh, Orion, the Milky Way, Nebula, the Orion Nebula, as above, so below. Stars are made there in this dispensation. That's what stars are made. And you're here on this planet. And your consciousness is going somewhere. I don't know what people, that's going to be something like my next thing, my next show. What is heaven to you? A lot of people say we're going to just be dancing hidey high. Okay. Oh, that sounds real good. It sounds like it's going to be a really ignorant heaven. I mean, I'm not saying anything, but if that's all you got to do to make it in heaven, you have some rhythm and just dance hotty high, you're going to have some problems in heaven, honey. And my heaven don't look like that. I don't have a heaven in my backyard, but I know that I have a heaven in my mind and my heaven don't look like we just dancing hotty high. So what is heaven to you? That's a that's another that, that's another that's another thing that you 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 probably want to look at. What does that look like to you? So think about spirituality. These are words that we need to get familiar with. Spirituality, balance. Let's talk about God your supreme personality, where you're going. Evolution has a direction, remember. Where you're going, you're, should, you're looking for your supreme personality. Everybody that is a right-thinking person is looking for your supreme personality. Thank you, Avis. As above, so below. As above, so below. So when I think about God, there's a duality to God. First of all, I think on this planet, we're leaving out 
the female, the feminine energy. There's a duality to God. It's called synchronism, you know? Yin, yang, you know? Remember, your oppressor's religion left out all of your magic. I kid you not. If you think about Christianity, and if you think about your other religions, like voodoo, you think about Hinduism, you think about Buddhism, you have no magic other than waving your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. That's your magic. Now, the good thing about the real supreme Godhead is that it envies not the oppressor and it chooses none of the oppressor's ways. And you need to take that supreme Godhead. You need to envy not the oppressor and choose none of the oppressor's ways. That's the first thing you need to do to debunk yourself. And I'm trying to figure out where that scripture is because it's actually in your Bible. It's in Proverbs, Proverbs 3 and 31. Don't you choose envy, don't you envy your oppressor and you choose none of your oppressor's ways. Who was your oppressor? Now, I don't know who has oppressed you, but whomever you deem to be your oppressor, choose none of their ways. My good buddy said, render all to Caesar, honey. I know that's right. You got to surrender all. There's this song in the church that says, I surrender all, child. Surrender. And then once you surrender all, you can start getting some knowledge. Surrender all that stuff that, that, that you can't listen and you can't have logic. And Jesus is jealous. He's a jealous God. Remember. We're not choosing any of our oppressors, God. Who are jealous people on this planet? See, we've got to stop with the foolishness. We've got to unbreak some yokes. We've got some chains that we've got to unbreak. You know, see, if your God was really jealous, we'd all be dead. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Me, I, I would have been gone. Listen, you know, when you're here, when you're bought here, you're born into some stuff, child. Some of us have been born into some families, born into some foolishness, born into some cults, born into some rituals. You know, you born into some stuff when you pop out. When you are born, the good book says you are born in sin, child. So you come out in it. If he was such a jealous God, I mean, my goodness, he put you in the midst of Get wisdom, get knowledge, but above all, you're getting, get understanding. Some of us have been born into some stuff and we need to get rid of some strongholds. Now, strongholds could be people. It could be things. It could be persons. I sound like a noun, child. Sounds like 
Sounds like some strongholds can be a noun. Anything. Get rid of it. Nothing here is worth it. So those are some words that we're going to remember. We're going to remember spirituality. We're going to remember guru. What a guru is. They're teaching you something, teaching you something. What is a God? It's a supreme personality. You are what you're waiting for. Get to yourself quick. Get there sooner rather than later. Yeah. A lot of us have behavioral because we were born in. Now remember, we're mimicking. So when it says get the knowledge, get it for yourself. And this is just us. This is me just using my weapon just to help, help you hear it differently now you are supposed to get your own knowledge you know i've been through some things and i've been through some things and the god that i know came and saved me from my things he was exactly or she was exactly what i needed now if you've been through my things your god might look like mine might sound like mine might sing some songs, I think. If you've been through some things, see, see, your God's gonna look different to me because I have been through some things and you've been through some things. We have not been through the same thing unless we've been in the same family, in the same household, and we had the same consciousness. And even the people in the same household have different experiences. Have you ever felt that? You are the first child of the third child and all everybody grew up in the household, but everybody got some different experiences and all grew up under the same roof. That mean that God ain't been the same for everybody in that household. Let's use logic. So when you're trying to apply your God to me, I can clearly say that my God, don't. I don't know. Because, you know, I've been through some things. And my God showed up for me in the way I knew. So let's wrap it up. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're here. And remember, to me, and this is my story. This is my show, Use Your Weapon. I'm so glad that you're here. But the Christian story is really just the Osiris story mythanized. Remember, we talked about Osiris. We talked about Isis. We talked about Horus. We have know what the world done with Isis, don't we? See, the world is going someplace. You better get going too. Mm -hmm. So again, disciples, what are disciples? Michelangelo depicted it well, didn't he? So that's what disciples are. We're thinking about spirituality and we're thinking about Jesus. And we're also thinking about that every great religion applied its own practices to that myth. That myth of the divine child. Every religion from Hinduism, Islam, Buddhism, voodoo. Voodoo. Well, we're not here for that. We're not here. So I'm grateful that you're here. My name is Tamika Royal. 
This is use your weapon. And again, Jesus, God, a guru, this may have not changed your mind at all. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to just chime in. But this may have not changed your mind, but what it did, it gave you something to look at. It gave you something to go somewhere with. It gave you some knowledge. Once you have heard something, you can't unhear it. That's why you have to be careful with the company you keep. Birds of a feather, they really do fly together. When you hear blue jays chirping, you don't hear robins in between them. They're just all blue jays. Think about it. Look out. And you'll find out what to do with it. Thank you for joining me. This is Tamika Royal, and I am using my weapon. I wanted to read a poem. And again, this is my first show, and I am not ready for this. But hold on, I'm going to get my, my book. Because I come to use my weapon, and I'm going to do exactly what I determined myself to do. So I come to do a poem that we're going to end it off in a poem. This is my newest adventure. Because again, when you find your supreme godhead, You'll find something. Now, I don't know how good this is, and I haven't actually read this. I probably should read it, but I'm just going to give it to you. So it's called Everything Moves Through Me. Everything moves through me, the sun and the moon, air, blood, creativity, thoughts, food, water, children, you. Everything runs through me. Everything moves through me. You see, I'm not clear how everything is buying and I can't see. I can't see it, but I know it's moving through me. Mm -hmm. But then again, maybe you can't see me clearly. I suppose we are all playing dead. Remember, anything dead is not growing. Like the thousands of trees that pass daily with no fruit, you know? If you want to cure homelessness, you could start growing some trees that would bear fruit. The fruit would just fall to the ground. Logic could help out some things. So world hunger, that could be a good thing if you plant some trees with some fruit, right? So everything moves through me is my poem. And I would just want you to see me. It ends when it says everything moves to me and it just moves through me. And I hope that you can see me. Because when everything moves through you, you are actually looking at everything I've produced. I hope you see me. I hope you see me when you're looking in your children's eyes. I hope you see me when you're eating my food. I hope you see me when you're loving me. Everything moves through me. I hope you see me. Everything you see. Everything in that grocery store that's not boxed food came from a female. The milk, the eggs, the staple of everything moves through Something female, whatever it was, whether it was a female chicken, female cow, it was female. Everything moves through me. I hope you see me.
So this is Use Your Weapon. And that's some of my poetry. I've been really doing it. And see, when I, I think I found some, some, some God. I think I found some Godhead. You know? I thank God. So that's my story today. And I hope that you would join in again. So I'm going to have a great topic, you know. So the next topic of my podcast, Use Your Weapon, remember we're going to talk about some things. Remember the truth will set you free. Honesty will take you somewhere. So in truth, we're going to ask some questions because when you're dealing with truth, a lot of people don't like to tell the truth now. And some people have been telling a lie so long that the truth is the lie. Now, my next podcast is, are you crazy or are you just a liar? Because now we have to go into Christianity now. And if you understand that they're lying And if I may say so, a lot of things are lies. Remember, I told you there is a spinning force, a counterclockwise force, and there's a clockwise force. We spin on a planet. It's kind of hard to spin on a planet and walk. We do these things and we don't have anything to do because we're, we're particles. This is metaphysical. Now, as above, so below. So if you materialize the teachings of the guru, Jesus, if you materialize it and you put him into a God-man position, you have materialized it. And you're waiting for your materials to pop out of the sky in the form of a God, Jesus. Keep waiting. That's not what we're here for. We're not here for waiting. But in your waiting, let's get some wisdom. Let's get some knowledge. Let's get some understanding. You're waiting anyway. Remember, energy or negative energy wants your time. You're waiting anyway. Do something positive with your time. So the next podcast will be, are you crazy or are you just a liar? And then if you're just a liar, we can unravel lies. But if you've become crazy and you've started to believe your lies, well, now we've. Now, remember. I was diagnosed with Stockholm syndrome and ADHD. I was, I mean, not ADHD, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Where you got anxiety. I, yeah, I haven't even really, I haven't accepted those, those terminologies, but I know what I've been through. And I hear a Supreme Godhead telling me that I have more to do. Your story is the reason why you're using your weapon. Everything you have been through is the reason why you are you. The spirit that's within you is going to take you somewhere. All the things that you've been through, it's the vehicle to get somewhere. Get in that vehicle and drive it. 
So the next episode is, are you crazy or are you just a liar? Now, I'm going to tell you something personal about myself. I was both. I was crazy because I was believing the lie. I had both on my back. That's why you have to remember to clear out your spiritual bag. You know, Erica Badu says it best, bag lady, make sure you clear out your bag. You guys, people got some stuff in their bag from their parents, from their spouses, from their children. I make it a point every day to clear out my spiritual bag. And I only carry the things that belong to me. Every day, sometimes three, four times a day. Open up your bag. And throw the shit out that ain't yours. And when you're dealing with your own shit, you have vision. Sight. So I'm going to say this. The next episode, are you crazy or are you a liar? I hope that you will join me. Because